What's happening, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of Swag Talk, the show where we cover the swag inside and out. I'm your host, Charles Wells, and I'm coming at you on this Sunday. Swag Championship has been settled. All Corn Braves win another Swag Championship, defeating Southern 39-24. Um, going to talk about this game a lot, pretty much what the whole show is going to be about. Um Gonna cover the game and, and give my own opinions of certain situations, but Alcorn continues to be a total thorn in Southern side. They find ways to win games. This was probably one of Southern's better opportunities to win this to beat Alcorn, but they gave up 23 points in the fourth quarter, and you are not gonna beat anybody doing that. Um, Alcorn is a champion, and they do what champions do. They survive and they advance. Those are uh, uh, are traits that Southern has in small games, and those are traits that they need to develop in championship situations if they ever want to get over this hump um, because Alcorn is going to continue to bring in guys that know how to win. The coaches are going to continue to feed them that knowledge and that confidence to win games and to know that it's never over until it's over. So Alcorn again heading to the celebration bowl to face North Carolina NT in a game that should be a tremendous matchup. Um and let's go ahead and get into the stats and, and, and figures of this game. Um it's not gonna be a very long episode uh so we just gonna kinda knock out knock out this game and, and give a couple opinions and we'll go from there. Wild, wild first quarter. Southern got the scoring started with a 32-yard run from Sims. Extra, extra point good. Six plays, 87 yards. Time of possession, two minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, seven to nothing. Alcorn got on the board immediately after with a minute and 56 seconds to go in the first quarter when Javen Morrison ran a kickoff return for 89 yards. Extra point good. This game is tied at seven. Alcorn got a safety. Due to a southern penalty in the end zone, nine to seven, that came with a minute and six seconds to go in the first quarter. Second quarter, Southern got on the on the board again when Ladarius Skelton ran for three yards, with ten minutes and thirty three seconds to go in the second quarter. Extra point good, nine plays, seventy yards, four minutes and twenty seven seconds time of possession, fourteen to nine. Alcorn got on the board with eight minutes and fifty eight seconds to go in the second quarter when Trey Turner ran for three yards. Extra point good, four plays, 75 yards, a minute and 33 seconds time of possession, 16 to 14, and that was our halftime score. Cesar Barajas got Southern on the board to, in the second half with 6.44 to go in the third quarter with a 41-yard field goal, six plays, 30 yards, two minutes and 12 seconds time of possession. Southern led 17-16. Alcorn got on the board in the fourth quarter with 14 minutes and two seconds to go when LaCharles Pringle caught a 56-yard pass from Felix Harper. Uh, Two-point conversion was no good. Four plays, 60 yards, a minute and 23, time of possession, 22-17. Eight minutes and 43 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Skelton, eight-yard run. Barajas' kick is good. 12 plays, 80 yards, five minutes and 12 seconds, time of possession. With five minutes and seven seconds to go in the game, Corey McCullough made a 23-yard field goal for all corn. Capping a 12-play, 63-yard drive with three that took 3:32 off the clock, 35 to 24. I mean, 25-24 at that point. 
Alcorn got a six-yard touchdown from Deshaun Waller with a minute and 57 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Extra point good, three plays, 48 yards, a minute and 23 seconds time of possession, 32 to 24. And then with a minute and 12 seconds to go in the game, Torrance Wilson, 53-yard interception return, extra point good, 39-24, and that was the final score. Southern had 27 first downs, 13 rushing, 10 passing, and 4 by penalty. Alcorn, 18 first downs, 7 rushing, 10 passing, and 1 by penalty. Southern ran for 251 yards on 50 carries. That's 5 yards per carry, 3 touchdowns. Alcorn, 121 yards rushing on 33 carries, 3.7 yards per carry, 2 touchdowns. Southern was 19-35 passing, 168 yards, no touchdowns, 3 interceptions. Alcorn, 12 or 26, 226 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Southern, 419 yards on 85 plays, 4.9 yards per play. They fumbled four times and lost three. Seven penalties was 56 yards. Alcorn, 347 yards on 59 plays, 5.9 yards per play. Two fumbles and they didn't lose either. Uh, Seven penalties for 72 yards. Southern punted three times for 107 yards. 35 yards per punt. Alcorn punted five times for 169 yards, 33 yards per punt. Uh, both teams had a kick and a punt inside the 20, and Southern had one punt fair cut. Time of possession Southern 36 minutes and 18 seconds. Alcorn 23 minutes and 42 seconds. Southern was 7 of 13 on third down. Alcorn was 4 of 12. All, Southern was 0 for 1 on fourth down. Alcorn was 0 for 1 on fourth down. Southern was 2 of 5 in the red zone. Alcorn, three or five. Alcorn, Southern had one sack. Alcorn had three sacks. And when you look at these numbers, Southern wins this game numerically, statistically. Um, Alcorn only really passed the ball by 60 more yards than Southern. Um, Alcorn was sub 50% pass, and Southern was a little bit over 50%. Both teams had three interceptions. Southern, six turnovers. It, they they keep finding new ways to lose to Alcorn. This was probably one of Southern's better defensive games, especially against a team like Alcorn. Uh, Felix Harper came into this game with only four interceptions on the season. He threw three in this game. Southern outgained Alcorn. Southern had the ball longer. Southern had more first downs. They had less penalty yardage. They had a better punting average. They had a better third down conversion rate. They held Alcorn to 4 12 on third downs, which Southern is giving up over 40% on third downs. And 0 for 1 on fourth down. There's no way you should lose this game. But that big six turnovers, it kill it's a killer. I mean, you cannot play like you cannot play sloppy like that. And, you know, there's turnovers. Sometimes turnovers uh, are by effort, and some are just just poor, poor playing. Uh, there was an interception in the end zone when Southern had the ball at the 10-yard line through the penalties. Poor, poor throw. You know, there was no need to make a throw like that, easily intercepted. Um, fumbles, just, you know, just lack of focus. You know what I mean? It's like you you know what's at stake. You're not taking care of the football. You you have to take care of the football in a game like this because all a, all a team like Alcorn needs is one break. And they got that break, and they took advantage of it. So Southern wasted a tremendous effort, um, in, in, on 
they wasted a tremendous defensive effort. I mean, you know, you talk about a team that all year their pass defense was really, really criticized heavily and rightfully so because they would not or uh, could not cover receivers. They only allowed twelve completions on the game, and I mean, one the 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 longest pass was fifty six yards for a touchdown. But other than that, they the second longest pass Alcorn completed in this game was twenty eight yards. That's not you know I mean. You held everybody except for LaCharles Pringle to under two catches. No no other receiver from Alcorn had more than one catch. That's a tremendous defensive effort by Southern that was totally thrown out the window because of fumbles and interceptions. So I'm kinda I'm kinda in my Southern bag right now. because I mean, you know, if y'all know me, y'all know I'm a Southern fan. But I, I bring, you know, uh, uh, unbiased opinion to any any game I cover, but I'm in my I'm in my southern bag right now. So y'all gonna kind of have to deal with me if you're not really feeling that. You know I'm gonna go ahead and complete my swag talk, um, swag talk review, but then I'm gonna stay in my southern bag because I'm a little bit in my feelings today. So I'm gonna get some things off my chest. So back to the stats, uh, skeleton 18 or 30. 159 yards, three no touchdowns, three interceptions. He was sacked three times. McDaniel, one of five for nine yards. Felix Harper, 12 of 25 for 226 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, um, one sack. Nigel Wood, 0 for 1, one interception. Sims, Gerard Sims for Southern, 20 carries, 149 yards, one touchdown. Skelton, 20 carries, 46 yards, two touchdowns. Mackey, one carry, 17 yards. Washington, two carries, 14 yards. Ben, five carries, 13 yards. McDaniel, one carry, 10 yards. Hinton, one carry, two yards. Nico Duffy, for all corn, 15 carries, 63 yards. Deshaun Waller, 12 carries, 52 yards. Felix Harper, three carries, three yards. Trey Turner, one carry, three yards. LaCharles Pringle, two carries, no yards. Uh, Hinton, there's Southern with five catches for 40 yards. Bedford, three catches, 34 yards. Sims, one catch, 26 yards. Robinson, two catches, 22 yards. Ben, four catches, 18 yards. Washington, two catches, 16 yards. Tucker, one catch, 10 yards. Register, one catch, two yards. Pringle, five catches, 145 yards, and one touchdown. Radarius Anderson, one catch, 28 yards. Deshaun Waller, two catches, 13 yards. Juan Anthony, one catch, 13 yards. Nico Duffy, one catch, 11 yards. Akeem McNair, one catch, 11 yards. Chris Blair, one catch, 5 yards. Uh, Calvin Lunkins led Southern with 12 tackles. Uh, Gaines, 6. Carter, 5. Papillon, 4. Brunfield, 3. Joe Davis, 3. Jones, Lewis, Sims, Champion, and Bryant each had 2 tackles. Tackles for loss, champion one and a half, gains one, small one, Lewis one, and Lunkins a half a tackle for loss. Small had the sack for Southern. Interceptions were by Brumfield, Papillon, and Smith. Alcorn, Jawan Taylor, 11 tackles, Quinterio Cole, 10, Anderson, 8, Mikael Webb, 7, Kieran Kinsler, 5, Torrance Wilson, 5, Henderson, 5, Burks, 4, Hart, 4, Wren, 4, Morrison, 4, Muhammad, 4, Hobart, 3, Alan Bruce, and Chris Monroe with 2, 
tackles for loss. Anderson with two. Taylor, Hart, Muhammad, Webb, Wren all had one. Henderson and Monroe, and Monroe have half a tackle for loss. Sacks, Anderson, Hart, and Wren each had one. Taylor, Muhammad, and Cole each had forced fumbles. Fumble recoveries, Muhammad with two. Anderson with one. Interceptions, Wilson had a pick six. Taylor and Webb each had one interception. So, you know, first and foremost, Alcorn's a tremendous team. They have a, a, a super, 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 super program right now. And they are, they are rolling. They plug and play, guys. I mean, it's amazing how, like I said in my preview, that if you go back to the Brandon Bridge days when he, I think he only played like one year as a freshman, um, John Gibbs took over. He gets hurt. Lenora's footman comes in, sets the swag on fire with his legs. He gets hurt off and on his senior year. Noah Johnson comes in, takes over, leads the team to a celebration bowl, wins the swag player of the year. He gets hurt. Felix Harper comes in and sets the league on fire, wins the swag player, offensive player of the year. Now, he didn't have his best game today, but their team, the team just knows how to win. I mean, you know, it's cliche to say, but Alcorn does the little things. They rally to the ball on defense. There was plenty of times that Southern had some open spaces that they would probably break for big games against other teams, but Anytime Skelton got outside, they did a tremendous job of spying him. They rallied to the football. You know, they're ball hawks. I mean, they have 21 interceptions on the season, so you can't make bad throws against them. You know, you have to understand that there's another level to turn your game up to if you're trying to get to the championship because Alcorn's a great team, and that team waiting for you in Atlanta, North Carolina a is a really, really great team. So what you get away with against... Prairie View, Pine Bluff, Jackson, um, Alabama A&M, Texas Southern, even Grambling to an extent, you cannot get away with in these later games, in these postseason games. Now, you know, like I said, Southern had a tremendous defensive effort, even better than I expected because I, you know, I just know how they play on defense, especially with the pass coverage. But they did a tremendous job on giving Felix Harper tough decisions to make and, and where to go with the football. And he didn't really respond that well. The running game was held in check. I think Duffy had a couple of nice runs. Waller had a, a good run. But Waller ran for almost over 300 yards in Southern last year. So to hold him to 52, which he hadn't really been having a great season this year. But they kind of held him down. Alcorn tried some different things, getting Pringle the ball on reverses. It just didn't really work. Southern was a, a Southern's first game and last game of the seasons of this season mirrored by by turnovers. Southern phone the ball I think five times at McNeese. They turned the ball over six times. You and they really should have turned it over seven, but Southern got a uh, Southern got a huge break on a fumble that was ruled not a fumble um, because they the referee ruled the guy down, but he wasn't down yet. So Southern potentially could have had seven turnovers. Alcorn caught some caught some breaks. They had a bad turnover, a bad exchange on a fumble, but the ball bounced right back to the running back. Those are, are, the, are those little differences that can swing a game left or right. 
Um, Southern had a um, also Southern had a touchdown taken away on a replay that they well a play that they didn't even replay in the end zone. Uh, nice catch in the back of the end zone, but you know you can you can't you have to put teams away. I say that all the time about teams playing against Southern. They don't put them away, and Southern makes those plays. Alcorn just I said I said all the time Southern has an Alcorn problem, and until they can get out of their own heads and 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 take care of business. Alcorn's going to continue to beat them. I mean, to get to that next level, you have to go through whatever roadblock is in front of you. I thought they did a good job. I thought Southern did a good job of playing through a lot of stuff. Because Alcorn will do, do, do a lot of little things to you that, you know, that hit you late. They'll, you know, they'll push you, they'll shove you. But they earn, like I always say, they earn the right to do that kind of stuff. Because they, as long as it's not like super dirty, let me put it that way. They earn the right to have that little extra edge to them because they're the champs. You have to knock them off their throne. They're not going to give you their throne, especially not in their stadium. So I thought Southern did a good job of playing through that kind of stuff. Uh, last year, I thought they kind of folded a little bit when that when that happened. But this is this is this is ten times out of eleven games. I mean, at some point, this has to stop. This is like. As far as my memory goes, one of the longest um, times of futility by Southern against any opponent. I mean, you may have a, a team that you might remember Southern struggling mightily with. I know they did with Nickel State and, you know, found you to an extent. But this is just, you know, honestly, this is it's almost comical at this point because they, they find new ways – to lose this game. It's not like Alcorn came out here and just dominated Southern and, and, and took the win. Southern did Southern ran for I think like the second highest yep yardage on against Alcorn. Um I think AM had ran for a higher total yardage, but Southern did everything they wanted to do, but the thing that's gonna always stand out to people is the offense the quarterback play. You know, I mean I I, I feel like Southern runs the ball tremendously well. And when they can run the ball well, they typically win. And the deficiencies in the passing game are, are, are masked when you win and when you run the ball well. When you lose, people see those interceptions. I mean, those same interceptions have been happening all year. All those same bad passes have been happening all year. But because you win, it's masked. So, like they say, winning is a good deodorant. It'll, it'll cover up anything, but Southern has some some soul searching to do because now you know they're losing a, 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 a they're losing some seniors and they're bringing they you know they have to step up to the plate and and all, Gramlin's improving. Um, Prairie View is gonna always be around. Pine Bluff seems to be coming up. Texas Southern, we don't know which way they're gonna go. For Southern to, to continue to represent the West, they have to find a way to beat Alcorn. And me personally, and this is not as a Southern fan, but this is as, as a swag fan. I know Southern and Alcorn are, are, are rivals to an extent. Um, they're, they are close. Southern's closest team to, rival to them is Alcorn as far as distance, distance goes. But these teams have played four times in two years, and they play every year anyway. I almost feel like 
maybe a, a year or two break from them and <laughs> just to kind of get Southern some frame of mind because I think Alcorn, as long as that eight on that helmet shows up on the field, it is is just gonna be a problem. I mean, it's similar to what LSU went through with Alabama. I mean, LSU finally got through Alabama this year, but it was always like no matter what LSU did, they would lose this game because Bama always found a way to win, whether it was a big win or a close win, whatever the case may be. They always had had an answer for it. Well, Southern is in this in this predicament now. And the more you, t- I, I feel like the more they talk about it, the more it grows. You know, they, they have to just, I mean, it's, it's a two-sided coin. I mean, you have to be happy with the effort that Southern put forth because I thought they played hard through the whole game, but you have to be disappointed with the, the, when you get, when you get through everything and you look at everything through a, a, a microscope you had to be disappointed with the sloppiness of play. It's just, you know, I, I just really was surprised to see that Southern turn the ball over so much. Alcorn gave them gifts too. So both teams, especially that first quarter was a crazy, crazy first quarter, you know, back to back turnovers by both teams. Uh, Southern finally gets a touchdown. Alcorn returns the kick for a touchdown. You know, just, they just never could put themselves in a position where they can get some breathing room. Because Alcorn was always lurking, and if you watch that game, you you no matter what the score was, you always felt like that Alcorn run was coming. You just didn't know when it was coming, and it came at the end. You know when it when it when it was needed most. So you know, I mean, you know, it Southern just has a lot of soul searching to do. I know, I know they they have a formula that works, and it worked today. But they didn't take care of the football. So Alcorn is going to represent the SWAC again. And hopefully they can go on and defeat out uh, North Carolina A&T. You know, I, I, I really believe Alcorn has a good shot in this game. I, I go Alcorn in most in most games because I know what they do. And I know that they're going to do what they do what they do best at all times. And that's defense. Defense travels. I mean, obviously Southern was able to, you know, get some yardage on the ground, but the defense made plays when when they needed to. Fumbles, fumbles, I always say are, are luck based. You know, like I said, Alcorn had a fumble, but it bounced back to the kid. Southern, you know, had some bad, you know, some bad plays. They had a a lucky. Uh, it was honestly a, a fluky type play. Um, Skelton was running an option. He pitched the ball out. The the defense, the defender was right there, and he took it. So, but those bad passes, that just has to be fixed. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 not the one to call for anybody to lose their position or nothing like that. That's up to the coaches. But you have to have some consistency at at quarterback. I mean, you have an explosive guy that can make plays, but you cannot you cannot have him throw the ball thirty times. You win, you win when when he's throwing the ball twenty times or less. Honestly, if Southern could throw the ball five times and win, then that's what they really should do. If you, I really, really, I mean, obviously you can't run that exact type of offense, but I really, me personally, I really feel like they need to go the Army Navy route and just be exclusively run teams and throw the ball as few times as you as you need to. 
Um, because you can Southern in the swag, Southern can win by running the football. I mean, obviously, teams like Alcorn and Grambling are probably the two teams that are going to be toughest to do that against. But everybody else, Southern can run the ball and win. So, yeah, the, you know, I mean, I think the one thing, and I'm rambling a lot because, like I said earlier, I'm I'm not going to front. I'm in my feelings right now. But, you know, the one thing that, that can't get lost in the shuffle of all this is that Southern is, is putting together great seasons. Southern has a tremendous record in the conference against everybody but Alcorn. And that, that, that makes everything look bad. You know what I mean? You can't lose focus on the fact that this team has come along, this program, honestly, has come a long way from, you know, eight, nine years ago where they were really at the bottom and now, you know, they, they've come out of APR issue. They've come off of probation. You know, they have full alignment of, of guys and they have depth. Southern's a good team, but Alcorn's a great team and good teams beat great teams sometimes like that one time in 2016 when Southern beat Alcorn. Great teams win these games more often than not, whether they win it by luck, whether they win it by skill, whether they blow out where it's close. They win. And until Southern can get themselves over that hump, it's gonna take it's gonna it's gonna continue to be this way. And I honestly, as long as these two teams continue to represent their their respective divisions, the matchup that matters the most is the championship game matchup. Because so, if Southern beats all corner regular season and lose in the championship game, then that doesn't mean a thing. So, I really feel like you have to erase those demons by winning in the crucial time. I mean, obviously, you want to win. You know, if you play these guys twice, you want to win both matchups. Don't get me wrong. But the the the, the game that matters is the one that puts you in the, ch- in the spot to obtain all your goals. And that, that's not going to be done until you can get these guys out of your head. They live in rent-free in your head, and you have to take care of that. But with all that being said and all my, you know, griping and everything, this was a great game. I mean, obviously it wasn't the prettiest game to watch. You know, if you if you was watching this with somebody that hadn't watched swag football before, they probably won't get the best impression of it. But – this was two teams that were honestly going toe-to-toe with each other. I feel like neither team backed down. I feel like, you know, obviously neither team had anything to be really sad about. I mean, obviously Southern's not happy that they didn't win, but I don't feel like Southern should have to hang their heads um, because of the effort that they made. When you're running the ball for over 250 yards against a defense like Alcorn has barely given up 120 yards, that's effort. That offensive line played great. You know, Alcorn did what they need to do. I, you know, as long as these teams put on entertaining games, even though I'm getting fatigued of the matchup, I will watch these two teams play if the games are going to be entertaining. And uh, the one thing you can't say about this game was that it was not boring. I mean, obviously, you didn't know when Southern was going to turn the ball over next. You didn't know, you know, what kind of crazy play was going to happen. So, as a championship game, I don't mind this kind of game. It was entertaining. But if you're a Jaguar fan, you know, you're getting tired of being on the on the wrong side of this of this equation. But if you're a Braves fan, you have to be ecstatic because you have to know that we're gonna you you feel like we're gonna win this game against this team no matter what happens. And that's a good feeling to have as a fan because 
you you nervous, but you're not too nervous that you can't relax. So this was a a a, a honestly it was a good capital to a crazy swag season. You know where uh, uh, where you had a team like Palm Bluff start the season out on fire. You know putting over putting up fifty points on a Alabama and them beating Tennessee State for the first time and looking like they were gonna you know cruise on to a division championship. They they barely finished with six wins. You had a team like Texas Southern go winless. You had Alabama and them with probably the best offense that I've seen in the SWAC in quite some time. Grambling made a miraculous recovery from an 0-4 start to put themselves one game from the division championship. You had Prairie View doing God knows what every week. You know, crazy, crazy plays, crazy fights. You know, all of that. You had Alabama State. Winning games through smoke and mirrors. You had Valley being Valley. You had Jackson State down, losing to Kentucky State, making a run, putting themselves in the division in the division race. Swag football is obviously known for its unpredictability, and this game lived up to that billing. So, once again, you know I congratulate Alcorn because I I have a ton of ton of respect for Alcorn's program. To me, all for me, Alcorn and Southern is competitive type of rivalry. It's not a you know I don't feel like it's a bad blood. We hate these guys type of type of thing. I, I feel like it's a two teams that play. You know you respect each other, but right now it's big brother, little brother. Big brother is is whooping little brother. Oh, in this situation, I'm not saying Southern is Alcorn's little brother in in, in general. Just in this situation right now, but. You know, hats off to Alcorn. They continue to find a way to do what they do. And they're, they're going back to Atlanta. You know, I mean, the Celebration Bowl has only had like four teams play in it since the game's been in existence. So you have that level of consistency. These two teams know each other. Alcorn, I, I feel like they're going to get over the hump against A&T. But it should be a, an exciting game. And I really, I re, I'm really glad to see if you're going to have a game like this, I'm really glad to see them have it so you get your two best teams to play against each other. I mean, you know, I don't really want to see Alcorn playing against the third-place team and the MEAC like the um, like the Heritage Bowl have become. So, this is, hopefully if this game continues to grow, it's going to make an even bigger showcase for these schools. But... You know, obviously the 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 possibility of playoffs is gonna probably start weighing on somebody at some point because they're gonna wanna stop having teams that are really good like A T that win, you know, win non conference games and win FBS games from time to time, not be able to play in the playoffs. So that's gonna be something that, that, that comes up at some point, but that you know, that's a bridge that we'll cross when we get to it. Um as far as the schedule for my show, I probably won't do much this week. I, I'll probably have a show on Wednesday or Sunday. I don't know which one I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do like a season recap. I may split it up into two parts. Uh, I'm going to do a season recap um, and, and, and kind of go team by team with my predictions and how they finish. So I'll probably make that a two-part thing. And then next, then, then the following Wednesday, do a Celebration Bowl preview. And depending on my holiday travel schedule, I may have a recap of the Celebration Bowl. Otherwise, I, I may not. If I don't, I probably 
have one. I'll probably do something toward the end of the year. So just a couple of things to look forward to. Again, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I want to go ahead and say, you know, I spent most of the show in my Southern bag because, like I said, you know, this was a game that took a lot out of me as a fan. But again, congratulations to Alcorn, um, back to back to back champs. So, um, six time division champs right now, they're the king of the swag right now. So they, um, are taking care of business. They're doing what they have to do and have a tremendous program and they're really building something special or they have built something special and they're going to try to continue it in Atlanta. So, um, December 21st is swag pride with everybody go swag, right? So, um, once again, I, I, um, facebook.com slash swag talk, twitter.com slash swag talk 76, instagram.com slash swag talk, swag talk 76 at gmail.com is the email address. And we'll see you guys on Wednesday.